You're listening to DraftKings Network. Hey, everybody, on this episode of The Cooligans in the first segment, it's a long one. We talk about the R.J. Allen event that we did. We interviewed R.J. Allen. A bunch of kids were there. Why? Listen in and we'll tell you. We also talk about USA versus Mexico. Dos Acero, maybe not this time. We talk about me watching it in Vegas with a couple guys from Tennessee while Christian's just hanging out with millionaires. We also talk about Brazil versus Argentina. And next up on uh, Cooligans Corner, well, Frank Lampard is gone. Steven Gerrard is gone. And anyone English does not want to be in the MLS anymore. Tim Howard is gone. He's out for the season what is Colorado going to do New York Cosmo win NASL again and what does it mean to hold up a trophy for a, a, you know a league that may not exist in it oh. tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> we also talk Abby Wambach getting it in and Cristiano Ronaldo set for life all this and more on the Cooligans hi I'm RJ Allen for New York City Football Club and you're listening to the Cooligans Hey! What's up, everybody? Oh, man, what an exciting, exciting time it is. Uh, an exciting time in, in, in soccer, in our lives. Oh, uh, and, uh, We're about to hit puberty, I think. <laughs> yeah, so the, things are my going... My voice is going to get deeper. <laughs> I'm just going to sound like bass. <laughs> I, I got to say, I, I feel like my boobs are coming in. <laughs> so this, I'm pretty excited. Well, mine got here right around 50 pounds ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm glad yours are showing up. Uh, hey, everybody. Thank you for listening. We are the Cooligans. That's right. We are. Uh, we are your favorite comedians who host a soccer podcast. We better be the only ones. Only uh, ones. Yeah. If you, we'll find out if you're cheating on us. Oh, we will go out <laughs> and we will like, come down here, you whore from like that movie. Yeah. Like, Goodfellas. Every time every time I see somebody who's into soccer, I'm like, let me go through your phone. What are you hiding? Yeah. You why hiding you, something? Why you got a passcode for? <laughs> you, got, you got other podcasts in there? Because it, we're going to have a problem. Who's Teddy from work? It <laughs> better be Teddy from work. <laughs> so yeah, um, this is uh, this is great. We we've we're on a we're in a bit of a high right now. Oh my god, we're 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 I don't even know we're all the way up. No. <laughs> yeah, as uh, Fat Joe and Remy Ma, <laughs> we're quoting those those scholars. Oh, watching Fat Joe dab on a video was embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who still watch videos, uh, yeah, I mean I, we're floating on cloud nine. What else do you say, right? Like there's uh, there's other euphemisms out there. Yeah, uh, but I think they all lead to one thing which is just feeling great and we are feeling amazing <laughs> we are we're just uh just yesterday we're so we're recording this on uh november 15th we're november 14th uh big day big day we got to uh, interview rj allen uh at a at a soccer academy let's be honest rj allen got this got to spend time with us interviewing him <laughs> he was uh we did bless him with our presence <laughs> absolutely rj allen of nycfc uh we you know the he's the, he's the right back for 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 NYCFC, I mean, look, we're, th this is, uh, you know, we've we've repeated this very often. Where you know, we started this podcast a year ago. We're two stand-up comedians. We're trying to get into the soccer world. We're trying to provide something fun, entertaining, and different. And uh, you know, when when people hear, hey, these two comedians want to want to chat with us footballers, they're like. No, we we no. That sounds that we don't want to do that. We don't we want don't to participate. Want <laughs> Why would we want that? <laughs> Why would we want that? Are they going to tease us? Are uh, they going to? What if they're going to be mean? <laughs> what are, I don't want that. Exactly. So getting uh, access to to professional athletes to get to talk to them and interview them. It and, has been so easy. <laughs> this is, oh my I god, mean, we're fighting them off. <laughs> we're like, no, Kunaguero. <laughs> no, no. Thanks. no, we have to talk to RJ right now. You, yeah. you maybe next if you're if we're, if, it, mean, if it works out. You know, go to another CFG team, maybe. <laughs> no, but so yeah, we've we've uh, uh, you know reached some hurdles from time to time. Sure. Like we we've had to jump a couple hoops uh, to you know, just like Kai Kamara twerking. We thought we were having fun, and uh, <laughs> next thing you know, people are saying no to us. Exactly, uh, we're getting in trouble. Uh, so so this is every tough. every time you know we we get a little giddy every single time we get to talk to a player, uh, and it, the reason that happens is because it's so difficult for us to do that. It is not easy for that to happen. 
happen because you know in the soccer world we're pretty much nobodies, right? You know, where this is this this whole uh, venture is is relatively new, and uh, so people tend to be a little skeptical. But we had an absolute blast, and I'm, my hope is that from all the fun that we're having uh, interviewing players, my hope is that the people at the uh, at the shows at the events are like, this is great. I want to see more of it, and and I hope that the players are like this is yo this is great yeah Let this me, is new this is this is different different so and, unique how any other words can i put it like all the things you would say to the ugly kid you had you're different <laughs> you're unique but you're the fun one that's who we are that's who we are We're we the, don't want to be the pretty ones we've gone over this we've gotten in trouble for this okay i've gone over this and i've gotten in trouble for this we don't want to be the pretty ones yeah we have we're no not interest. the best techers that's not where we're here no we're not indie cowie doing no, a bunch of of course around the you world. that's not why you're watching. <laughs> you probably could, if I asked you about Indy Cowie, the third thing you tell me is keepy huppies. <laughs> and you might not even be talking about the ball. Okay? <laughs> you know why you're watching us. It's not for prettiness. It's not because we're well, I guess it's because we're cool, but it's not because we have the most information. It's because we entertain you. Yeah. And that's what we want to do with these soccer players, man. Like people are giving us a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, I guess uh, hurdles you said is probably the best way to put it. Every time we ask like, Hey, can we go talk to that person? They're like, mm, what are you going to say? <laughs> Only ask them about the game. And it's like, no, that's not what we do. Exactly. And I think the Jack video was the first one, right? Everyone yeah. saw that and was like, Oh, look at this. Yeah, this is this yeah. is different. Yeah, this is a, this is I. We, Why am I enjoying myself so much when it comes to <laughs> how many content? great comments did we get from uh, from people? Tons uh, that, that were just like this was this was so funny. There was one uh, that that uh, that I thought was awesome, where somebody wrote that this was so funny. They were worried they were going to get fired from work because right. they were laughing at their desk too hard. Yeah, on a forum. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, we posted it on a forum, or somebody posted it for us on a forum. Yeah. Somebody found it, and then they sent us the page, and people were responding, this is so funny. We had to shut it off around the four, like the 14th minute because we were laughing so much. And that one was long because of this. the, the actual content was, yeah. you know, people would go to that. But, uh, you know, specifically to watch the full video. But that that's exactly what we want to hear. Not necessarily that you're going to get fired, but that you're entertained and that you're you're enjoying it, but imagine we are that funny that you do lose your job. That's a that's you, actually our goal. You're gonna have to wa- you want to watch that video. That's an interesting video. We want to <laughs> give you more time to watch more of our videos. And how are we gonna do that besides getting you fired? <laughs> yeah, that's the the one thing we can contribute to. Uh, you know, Trump's tax plan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> more unemployment. He wasn't expecting all these unemployed people. That's what no one was expecting. Wait, la- last things. episode we did. Speaking of Trump, last episode we did. We recorded on election day before we knew the results of. Uh, Right before Trumpocalypse. <laughs> Trumpocalypse. I mean, this is this is the cool, the Trump era of the Cooligans. This now. is the first. We, this is the first episode <laughs> under dictator Trump. King, King Trumpator. King, uh, <laughs> King Trump. Uh, luckily, has not banned and uh, deported this podcast. No, no, no. Well, I mean, we are talking from behind a wall. Uh, that we're just practicing. Exactly. We're preparing. Uh, and look, for all of our listeners who voted for Trump, congratulations. Your side won. For those of you who didn't, it's four years. Relax. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say to both sides. <laughs> it's four, it might be eight. It what could that? be eight, but it then could... I'll say another four years and four years. Look, I, look, you know, I didn't, I wasn't a huge supporter of Trump. We made, we teased him, you know. Yeah, we, we joke around. We, we brought him to an NYCFC game, but we Thinking, didn't think he was going to win. No, we were like, this is it. We do this. And this joke dies on November 9th. No, baby. It no. lives on. So obviously now everything seems a little little bit more uh a deeper tone yes, right yes, there is yeah, yeah. like there's a, everybody feels new york it specifically feels like there's a all of a sudden there's this cloud over the city the sun has not shown <laughs> no, uh, no. ever since uh, it was a very somber mood the next day it was somber yeah. i mean look and For those of you who live in red state you're like what somber mood what y'all talking about we out there celebrating <laughs> i have a firecracker in my hand i'm yeah. still having a good time come on now <laughs> i ain't put down these coors lights it, it, you know what or bud light I, I, I will say this for for us, you know, uh, uh, you know, just left wing liberal, whatever. <laughs> uh, it was uh, a, a surprise. It was a very big shock. But you know, I, I'm not, um, you know, the sky is falling kind of person. You know, I'm like, that's not you. Yeah, I think. Look, the 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 thing that's 
the only issue I've ever had with Trump is that he's just in a, an embarrassing fool, right? So that's my issue with it. <laughs> sure. Like, I don't even know. He might be a great president. Who knows? Like, as far we'll as... Because it's like the optics of a guy who's just so crude is like makes me feel gross, right? Right. Because I'm like, well, I don't want that guy to represent me. He's an awful yeah. guy. But I think the easiest way to explain it is whether you support him or not. If you saw and heard your doctor who was about to test your genitals speak that way, you'd be like, <laughs> I'm going to get another doctor. That's you know what really, I mean? Yeah, you know that's what I mean? basically. Like, whether you support him or not. And I think everyone, I think everyone's like, well, we didn't pick a doctor. I get what you're saying. And honestly, it doesn't bother me if you support him or not. I know there's people out there that are racist. I think some races on both sides. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. I don't care, honestly. I know it affects my life. And of course it would affect, it affects me deeply, you know, certain things. But I, honestly, if you chose somebody, I don't hate you because of that, I may hate you for other things. I, there's a lot of people who, who voted the same way I did who I hate. I honestly don't care. But at the end of the day, I think <laughs> there's a lot of people we can, I think as, as a group of people, we can all agree. If you heard your doctor say those things, you'd be like, nah, son, I'm out of this office. That's a different, yeah, How does he still have a license? <laughs> well, forget doctor. That dude is now knows the nuclear codes. <laughs> yeah, that's what it just, it feels wrong. That's really, yeah. and and maybe that's just, uh, you know, because we're used to sort of the, the standard presidential, this is sort of. Yeah, maybe this is the new. Maybe this the is new what regular. presidents are. Yeah, yeah, this is the new normal. Yeah, maybe now it's just like, hey. Uh, I'm gonna go over there and I'm gonna grab you by the balls and everyone's like, There you go, he's being a he's being the he's president. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at him being a leader. You know? <laughs> so we'll see. I mean it's 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 uh you know, look again, there's vitriol, there's anger from uh, on on both sides, but like I guess literally all we can do is just give give him a chance. It feels weird to even like say that, but that's like the re- that realistic the realistic thing. You gotta. We're you, here now. We're here this now. Is, that's it. Is. Yeah, we gotta just go. We gotta go forward from where we are. And uh, I, and how fitting was it that the 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 week. President Trump, <laughs> President elect Trump gets elected. Well, uh, we have a, 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 a the men's national. We have an international break, and the U.S. plays of, against none other than Mexico. Was that not the greatest scheduling <laughs> of all time? Just yeah, it, how well like uh, written, how well crafted the right. story. A real TV novel. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It was uh, yeah. The U.S. Uh, went up against Mexico and where in Columbus, in Ohio. Columbus. Ohio. Free stadium. Dos Acero. This the home of Dos Acero. Mexico is. had never beaten us. It's the only place where we can get a home field advantage as far as the fans in the stands. That's right. right? Yeah. Dos Acero. Uh, yeah. And, and I will say that it started out really nice, right? Both teams took a picture together. That's right. You know, it's the first time I think I've ever seen that before outside of, I build, if I'm not mistaken, some of those Slavic countries did that uh, a, a couple of years ago, um, almost like decades ago at this point. But I can't remember any other time I've seen that happen, especially now with the U.S. Yeah, they wanted to show some solidarity. So the U.S. team and the Mexican team took a photo together, took a team, you know, a team photo with uh, all the players. And it was uh, a cool thing to see, especially with two teams that legitimately do not like each other. Yeah, no, they're rivals. It's it's one of those things, and I think this happens a lot in soccer, where it's like you know they don't like each other, but they respect each other. And you know, you I mean, it didn't look like that way towards the end of the match. Well, but. all right, I mean, maybe that waned a little bit. <laughs> it waxed or waned. Which yeah, one is it? even even families fight. You know, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, like, I love my sister, but I'll punch her right in the head <laughs> if she goes for the turkey first on Thanksgiving. Exactly. You know, you've you've uh, people have made their siblings bleed yeah, yeah. of course you know <laughs> it's part of it yeah. and uh you know maybe that's just part of the game uh <laughs> but you know you could see the the you could see the level of respect in that in the beginning and and a big show of solidarity uh for the mexican fans to know that some of the rhetoric uh, that would be coming their way, uh, you know, uh, it wasn't sp- supported by uh, the team. Exactly. And, so, and I really like that, you know, just uh, I will talk about it in a second, but where I was, it was a couple Mexican fans. Um, and I didn't think I was probably in the warmest of climates for them. Uh, and I will say that. I mean, was, you were in a very warm climate. No, yeah, no. Temperature wise, very <laughs> warm. It was actually very nice. Complete shift <laughs> to what's happening here today. Uh, but uh, if the climate for the being a fan of, of Mexican team, I thought I'm like, this is going to get weird. I was standing next to 
them. Uh, very, very happy to report. It was great. People were taking pictures. Uh, you know, yeah. it, was, it was a fun atmosphere, which I did not expect, especially with the last As, result yeah. was like, ah, please no. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially, I mean, especially this particular, that, that particular week of the game. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Everybody, everybody's at the highest sort of, uh, tension and everything, all that, uh, uh rhetoric, uh, about Mexicans and just about immigrants, all, all that is on people's minds. So, uh, it's good to, it's good to hear that, it, that there wasn't any, especially given that we, we have seen, um, you know, outright sort of, uh, ever since, you know, Trump was elected, we, we see racist graffiti yeah uh, they're saying you know trump this and and get out of my whatever like it, it, just uh it, especially in such a week it's good to see the u.s and the mexican team uh to be that symbolic because yeah. i think it was very very important and we actually retweeted somebody who said that there was a, a woman recounted a story of a fan throwing a beer at a mexican fans or mexican yeah, that's players. right that's right and another dude grabbed him and literally dragged him out of the stadium yeah and that's good. Which is what we need. That's exactly what we need. We need to show people that, uh, you know, whether just some, just because somebody in America feels that way doesn't mean America feels that way. And it's and it's uh, and it's important in soccer because it's the, that that uh, kind of activity, you know, throwing beers at, at, at players, players taking corners from the opposing team. I was just watching a video of a. Uh, Fenerbahce and and uh, Galatasaray. Oh my God! Well, they must have been throwing you know tanks at each they, other. They were. I, th I mean, they were just throwing. They were throwing not only beers but like objects. Yeah, they yeah, they were no, like yeah. just. I don't even know what they were. Like Galatasaray I, versus Fenerbahce is a damn right war. <laughs> hey, yeah, I mean that's it's what a if, war where they're like, you mind if we play soccer in the middle of your fight? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it's, just for a moment, I don't want to interrupt. You guys the, do whatever you want around <laughs> us. We're just gonna play soccer. I right mean, but here. to that extent, where uh, I I don't know what. Uh, team was taking the corner but uh they had to get the the uh, the those, shield the shields from the players plexiglass. yeah from the yeah uh, the you know the bulletproof glass that yeah. that, that, that like SWAT teams would yeah. hold to like infiltrate like right. uh, <laughs> like if you watch like those clips of like you know in like insurgency there's like they're holding that up to protect themselves against the rocks being thrown <laughs> yeah, exactly those are the big shields we're talking about yeah right gear it was, yeah. it was the right police and and to see so much garbage thrown on top of the pitch as like just cuz there's so much garbage that they can't even stop the game to pick it up. Yeah, no, you're dribbling around <laughs> you're like dribbling. sandwiches. <laughs> like, is that a chicken bar? Yeah, yeah. just did, the, That looks fresh. Did, did yeah. he just nutmeg that chicken bar? <laughs> oh, <laughs> impressive. Yeah. He kicks the goal. He kicks the ball. One, the ball goes one way. The other chicken sandwich goes the other way. Yeah, Ray, Ray Hudson would be like magisterial. Going, yeah. going. look at that sandwich. <laughs> Cuts through the air like a knife through butter, <laughs> which that was cooked in. <laughs> so seeing, never knew I had a Ray Hudson yeah, impression. We, you know what? We all do. We he's I in our he's in honest. our hearts. I gotta be honest, you're right. I don't, it's a lot like it's like a like a W. Bush impression or yeah. like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Everyone has. One. You hear it enough, and then like, yeah. oh, this is me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can be. I can I be this. this. Yeah. So, but given how uh, easy it is for for that culture. To sort of seep into American soccer culture, it's good to see someone be like, "No, we're not doing that. Don't right. you're out of here. Like we can't even uh, tolerate that a little bit." And that's important. That's very important because it, it, it's it, yeah, it, it's it's too much. Uh, uh, it's something you we don't want in our game. It's not it's not necessary to be. You know, we don't want that. And uh, you know, unfortunately, like you know, soccer brings out some of the toughest. Uh, you know, uh, I guess a nationalist pride because, you know, you're playing nation to nation, yeah, yeah. especially when it's club to club, which is a, become a city, a, uh, it, which is a good thing it's up good. until a certain point. Right. And then, and then to a certain point you're like, Ooh, all right, this is weird, exactly. you know? And, and luckily we didn't see that even though, you know, in the end, Mexico won, yeah. uh, 88th minute, 89th minute, uh, header from an 89 year old Rafa Marquez. <laughs> uh, what is happening why was no one covering him? Look, overall, I mean, we can talk about... There were so many uh, facets to the game. Obviously, the game didn't start very well for the U.S. No. Uh, Mexico... Uh, it, it's weird because look, in um, I feel like the last maybe two times the U.S. has played Mexico, they've been a... 
a, a little bit more prepared. I mean, I feel like Mexico came out incredibly strong, and uh, I, you know, I, initially I wasn't really paying attention to the formation, uh, but it, it clearly that had a huge effect on. Yeah, on apparently the they played a three-five-two, and I, I will agree it was a little difficult for me to figure out exactly what they were playing up front. Mm-hmm. Like, I only know it's three-five-two because they were talking about it. Um, to play a brand new formation for the first time on a World Cup qualifying match with players that are relatively new uh, to the national team uh, makeup, you know, against our biggest rival, that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it definitely was a, a tale of two halves, right? Because after they went back to the four four two, yeah, it was actually a tale of four quarters. It was. It seemed like they went to back to four four two midway through the match. Yeah, they it, like mid- midway through the first half to the first half, and but they. Uh, uh, the second half looked so, uh, uh, you know, the, the the Mexico's first goal was, I mean, just a couple deflections, and yeah, you know, that if you could, if you give up that goal, and you end the game giving up that one goal, you're, I mean, that's fine. If we live it, one one draw, that's, yeah, that's that's fine. That's not going to ruin your day, exactly. Uh, and you know, we had a chance to take points from this. We had a chance to to, to draw. Yeah. And, you know, I knew I knew the moment that we gave that ball back in that terrible position uh, and then they start, you know, sort of advancing and they start getting and then they get that corner. I was just like, I felt it in my in my body. And look, I feel it a lot of times and it doesn't happen. This one, I felt it and it happened, unfortunately. And it was just deflating. Absolutely deflating. Look, the the goal from uh, from Bobby Wood was uh, was great. I mean, just to just to see him. uh, yeah, attack so confidently because uh, I mean he he sort of did that goal by himself. I mean it was a, it was a good pass from Altador, but without you know just a, some some good control on the ball, uh, it went through one player's legs and then he, he got a great shot off. So it was just yeah, wonderful. Bobby Wood. Uh, he is uh, absolutely necessary for the for the success of the the men's national team. And I could say I think we would all agree he's the truth. Yeah, he's yeah. good. He's very he's he's very good. He's proving himself in in the Bundesliga uh and on the men's national team. The uh, again, the 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 game could have been lost very early on. Mexico hit the post a couple times. Uh so just the fact that they that the US couldn't handle the the sort of onslaught in the beginning it, it it's really you can only blame Jurgen Klinsmann uh, for his for his coaching decisions, I mean, it, the the game shouldn't have been so one sided, especially in the first half. The, look, the the goal, uh, the Marquez uh, that 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 the U.S. gave up against Marquez, that's just a poor decision. And I mean, it looks simply like and Altidore. It was, it was broken coverage. It's just yeah. So that that's like a dumb, really dumb mistake that just sh- shouldn't happen. But it's not a thing that the U.S. I guess does all the time. You know, I I don't. See that yeah, it's happening? Not, you're right. It's not like a, like a pattern. That it, we yeah. The, what concerned me more was how poor they looked in the beginning, uh, and just how like why like Mexico's. We would say Mexico is uh, on the ball. They are better than the U.S. They they move the ball very well. Yeah. They uh, they have pace uh, and they they're they're creative. Uh, but something like a a set piece. The 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 U.S. only gave up, I think, like two corners to Mexico, two or three tops. So that's a that's how it should be. And when it comes to set pieces, the U.S. should dominate Mexico. They the, the players are uh, have a foot on 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 most of the Mexican players. Right. These are giant men. The the, the U.S. back line. They're huge guys. They're so massive. They, there's no reason why they they can overpower them. All. Athletically, they are they are better than the Mexican players. And yeah. they and that's why. So a, giving up a goal in a set piece is something that should not happen. It shouldn't have happened that moment. But it's I don't. It's not a thing that worries me going forward. Yeah. No, I don't look at it and go, oh god, they're going to score now. But there was something about that moment though. I was like, oh god! I bet you they score now. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, here it comes! They're gonna score, and of course they do. Yeah, they had a a, a few chances in in the second half, and they were, tr- I mean, trying anything they could. I, I was really, um, I if you saw the the uh, the tifo, the the Christian Pulisic tifo, which was which was amazing. It was dope. A little, a little too I much. At it, I was like, oh. <laughs> it's like you know, we're gloating a little yeah. too much, and it was a giant Pulisic. He had, but like, it was like it reminded me of Dortmund, and that's where he plays. Like they would do something like, yeah. That. I mean, look. 
props to the American Outlaws. That was really it. Was, it was dope, and it, it was great, and it, it, it did make me feel more like oh, you know, the 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 American soccer culture is, is trying to compete with European soccer right. culture. Like and, this is part of our come up. Yeah, and uh, so the, there was a giant Pulisic holding up two fingers and a zero, uh, you know, doing with the gestures on his hand, and it was awesome. You can see it on on our uh, Instagram, and I think especially this game. Uh, I think this was the first time. This was the first time Pulisic played against Mexico, and they. I think we all sort of expected a little too much. I don't know. I, I feel like there was a lot of pressure on him this game, and and I think he did fine. Uh, yeah, I think you know we we always want these flashes of brilliance every single time uh, he plays, but I think he's still kind of adjusting to playing with these players. You know, he hasn't really played with the first team that much. Yeah, I think this is the big. You know, this is like, it's hard because you watch him and he plays really well. And then you know that he just hasn't figured out how to play with these guys. Yeah, there's a difference between playing with, you know, Pierre, Emmerich, Aubameyang and yeah, Marco yeah. Royce next to you. And yeah, uh, I was, Julian Weisel, like th- these, that's a huge difference. People were saying, uh, people around me were saying like, oh, you know, when he plays Dortmund, he's he's quicker at passing the ball and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, look, I hate to be that guy, but he's passing it to a different <laughs> type of player. You know what I mean? Like I have a lot more confidence with you on a show than I would, you know, someone who's not, you know, maybe playing Christian Pulisic. I don't know. Kristen how his, I don't know what his comedy yeah. chops are. Why is Kyle Beckerman here? Why did someone put a microphone in his hand? And yeah, that's very He should have an acoustic guitar. <laughs> uh yeah, I you know, it's it's but yeah. well, you were you were in Las Vegas. You were watching the game uh, yeah. in Las Vegas with the American Outlaws. Uh, you were in Vegas because you were uh, renewing your vows. Is yeah, that so? I was, you got, I you, was you're getting remarried? Remarried, renewing your vows, whatever you call it. It was a short trip. My wife had a plan to go out there for work. And I was like, ah, you know what? I want to come. And we had a free room and uh, we have enough points for me to take the Like the flights on points was relatively cheap. It, isn't, it doesn't knock out some other plans that we have and some other flights that I yeah. need to take. So it was almost like a, a win-win. Like you kind of, I had nothing else to do during these days. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. You know? And, uh, so I'm out there and, and shouts to Hummel. Uh, they sent me the, uh, Deportiva Leonesa Jersey, which is the tuxedo kit. Yeah. You wear uh, a soccer so kit that. that has a tuxedo printed, printed on. on. Yeah. It was pretty dope. That's yeah, it was, like, it was a tuxedo shirt, yeah. but it was a soccer it's jersey. It's a soccer jersey. So it's not a shirt. So yeah. A yeah. But you know kit. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'll take that. Uh, and we got married at the a little white chapel, but anyway, we, I was out there. So I go to the sports bar at the casino. I'm at the Bellagio. Because right? mm-hmm. I do it a big. Uh, so I'm at the Bellagio and Argentina versus uh, Brazil is on. I said, let me go to the, you know, my wife is gambling. I'm like, I don't gamble. I'm not wasting my time on that. Right. So I'm like, I'm just going to go buy a beer at the sports bar. That's my gambling. Um, and it's attached to the sports book. So it's got well, like she, uh, yeah, she married you. So she's clearly gambling. Yeah, as well. of course. She has, a, she, has a, she has a gambling problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> or she has a good amount of health insurance, life insurance on me. Right. So she, I'm going to the sports, you know, sports book is big. There's like TVs everywhere, yeah. but like horse racing is is their big thing, you know? Um, so I walk up and I notice there's probably like a hundred TVs. Every other one is on the Mex- is on the uh, Brazil Argentina match. And I'm like, all right, cool. Can we get the audio switched to this and not ESPN news, you know? Yeah, first, and yeah. they're like, well, no, we can't because the sports book controls it, not the bar itself in the sports book. And I was like, well, is there another bar here that's showing the game? No, there isn't. I said, okay, so how do I get the audio for that? Like, what do I do? And they're like, you just can't because they're watching ESPN news. And I'm like, now there's a bunch of like British guys next to me, like they're like, yeah, we want the audio. We didn't know you could ask for that. You know, like they're being really respectful, you know? And I was just like, let me ask you a question tomorrow for USA, Mexico. Are you going to have the audio? And the guy's like, no, we're not. We're probably going to be showing like some football game at the time. I was like, all right, good enough for me. So I immediately start looking, you know? And I said, look, there's an AO bar. And everyone's like, all the British guys like, what's AO? I'm like, that's American Outlaws. That's the American. Because they wanted to watch the match with me. Yeah, yeah. So I said, uh, let me hit them up and see if there's a cover or not. So I hit them up, told them I was coming. No cover. Some of those guys came. They had a great time. It was absolutely amazing. I go to the AO bar. It's off the strip. It's a place called McMillan's Pub. They have a whole back room, nothing but like soccer jerseys everywhere and, and uh, Gaelic football jerseys and, and rugby kits everywhere. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. A lot of TVs, amazing atmosphere. Uh, walk in immediately. Some guys like, hey, 
I know you from somewhere. And I'm like, ah, I'm a stand-up comic and I do stuff for soccer called, because he's like clearly a soccer fan. He's wearing a kilt, you know, and, a, and an American jersey. And I go, I do some stuff for Cooligans. He's like, Cooligans. He's like, you're the loud one. I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I was like, absolutely. So he's like, I'm like, where are you from? He's like, Chattanooga. I'm like, hey, you know, there's a soccer club that like retweets us a lot and we tweet them a lot called Chattanooga FC. Have you ever heard of it? And he lifts his arm is a sleeve and he has the only tattoo on his arm is the Chattanooga FC logo. Wow. And he's one of the Chattahooligans, uh, which I love the name. Yeah. Uh, and him and his other buddy were there and they, they were leading a lot of the uh, chants and stuff. It seems like Chattanooga FC has an incredible atmosphere. And I told him, if you and I ever go to Atlanta, it's only 90 minutes away. I was like, dude, we'll go to one of the matches if there's a match happening at that time. Oh, that's so, cool. so we're, I know we were talking about possibly maybe even trying to get to the Atlanta United opening when it first opens. Dude, we would, uh, if, if you're listening to this and you're in any way, shape or fall, uh, shape or form involved with uh, Chattanooga FC, or if you're uh, one of the guys who was there at, at uh, the McMillan's pub in Vegas, dude, send us an email. We want to, we want to hook up with you guys when we get down there and maybe you could show us around and do what it is that you guys do down there. It's absolutely, it was great atmosphere. So the bar itself was really cool. It was a little different to not be around you, especially when you were surrounded by a lot of money. We're sitting around, <laughs> you're surrounded by money. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, you know, just international stars, World Cup winners, uh, Champions <laughs> League winners, uh, La Liga. Uh, champions, you know, that's just, that's just my crew now. That's just, that's who just, I, that's who you <laughs> roll with. Uh, yeah. So you were watching the game in Vegas. I was watching the game in New York city at, uh, at playwright Irish pub, uh, in, uh, you know, near Herald square and in, in Manhattan. Uh, I was there for a third rail event. Uh, third rails, the, the supporters group for, uh, for NYCFC, and they had a, a cool event. I, it was a, a, a nice invitation, and I got to see. Uh, I, I just really went to go watch the U.S. Mexico game. That was my priority, and then the it was a, 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 a just a, a surprise visit um, by. Uh, was it a surprise? It it was it wasn't very publicized. I'll say that it wasn't too publicized. Uh, but David Villa, uh, Patrick Vieira, R.J. Allen, and Andoni Iraola were there uh, talking a little bit, giving some autographs. I got That's to awesome. chat with them a little bit. Um, and it was, it was, it was cool. I, I will say it was the first time I met David Villa. Uh, it, it was, it was a bunch of things happened because again, also the game is on while, while all this is happening. Right. Right? People are ooing and eyeing in the background. <laughs> exactly. Right. So uh, yeah, they arrived a little bit before the game started, but they were still there signing autographs was, you know, while the game is going on. And it, it, it feels weird to, to watch a world cup qualifier with a world cup winner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and we're like, every time they like miss a shot or something and, and the crowd is like, Oh, uh, V is like, whatever. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, see, he was, he was there. I, I will say all, all the players were very, very nice. Villa is definitely, I mean, he's, he's a little bit more, he's a little different than just any player. Yeah. I mean, he is just, he's, he's clearly the most famous person in that room, in that bar at the moment. And, right. and he's, he is not a, to mention people know who you are, but everyone knows who David Villa is. <laughs> yeah. I got a couple of people were like, where are you? But no, they didn't do that with Villa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you try to do stuff on YouTube, right? <laughs> Could you move out of the way so I could look at Villa? <laughs> So uh, I, I will say Via is uh, uh, he he reminds me a little bit of because I, I used to work at Sean Johnny's to work for Diddy and he, right. and he reminds me a little bit of what Diddy is like and Diddy was he was just a perf a person who was so famous that whenever people he didn't know were around him he was he would just kind of shut down he would just like I don't know who you are I don't know what to say to you I'm gonna say Via was very nice it's like yeah it's kind of like. I know you're a person, but you're not at my level. No, you know? no, no. He wasn't arrogant. No, Diddy no. was maybe a little... Uh, Diddy was arrogant, but it's arrogant. one of those things like... It, yeah, I don't gain anything from speaking to you, so I'm just going to be quiet now. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, I, I don't even want to make an assumption of why he was that way, but I will say that there were so many people around him and hounding him that he can't be. You can tell he cannot be personable with everybody. No, no, so it's it, nearly impossible. Uh, yeah, we know this from doing comedy. Yeah, so he's, when they start crowding around, <laughs> <laughs> we were like, "Oh God, another!" Oh, you're all waiting for the bathroom. <laughs> cool, me too. So, I, uh, so t to some extent, I almost felt bad. Like asking for an autograph and like a, for a photo, I I felt bad more than anything because I felt like he was just a man who was 
you know, like overwhelmed or a little like, you know, it might feel a little phony to him. All these people. Yeah, I think he's I think he's a modest guy. And having that feels a little weird to him. That that's that was my sense because uh, I, I was trying to talk to him a little and I didn't really get this. I didn't feel like he wanted to engage which is fine he doesn't owe me that but right. but you just I, that's my presumption B- based on the other players i was talking to who were not as like hounded by a lot of people andoni was really nice a little conversation little chat rj was very nice i was telling him about oh we're gonna interview you uh, next week all that stuff yeah very polite viera very very polite nice but you know because obviously he didn't have 40 people around him trying right. to get a, a picture and autograph meanwhile so, david you can't breathe over there <laughs> that's and that and that's exactly how i felt the place itself was kind of uh, tight it was a lot of people and and everyone was sort of uh you know in his orbit right so i I, there's a i felt a little sympathetic for him and it was interesting there were other people who were not there for like the event they were just sort of at the bar and some people were just saying like uh they were like this guy he's like they couldn't believe they were looking at david via and it's and and it shows the difference between like that like uh uh world uh, knowledgeable soccer fan because he was just like this guy right here i saw him talking to somebody i was like this guy right here in the street, if he was in Spain right now, the, the block would shut down. Yeah, like they would just lose their minds. Right, and and you know, and at this point, and not to say that there weren't a lot of people around. I mean, Villa, of course, but it, it's the number is just pales in comparison to how crazy it would be in Spain. Yeah, and it, it also it's kind of nice, and you got you can kind of see it in David Villa, like the difference now than when he first started. When he first started, he still has like the cop who just retired eyes. You know what I mean? He was like constantly looking around. Sure. Like when's the mob <laughs> showing up? The know? gun at his waistband. Yeah, he's yeah, still, like, still, like, still on edge. Now on. He's, got like, he's got like hammock marks on his back. He's like that retired cop. He's kind of like walking around like, oh my God, people want to talk to me? Why? Cool. Hey, I'm grilling. You know, like, come over. I'll grill. Like he's, it's a different energy now, but he's, when he gets in those moments, it's like, it's not Spain anymore. I mean, you're not going to cause, you know, a commotion, but you can see in those moments where people are there specifically to talk talk to him dude i mean it, i'm sure it could get crazy yeah it, it it's uh it, overall it was it was great it was cool to just be uh you know i i, I guess I, I don't really hang out at too many like nycfc events to you know you right. know that often uh and it was they yeah, were we're not we're not members of any you know uh, supporters group specifically yeah we we love all the people in 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 particular groups and and uh uh and and we're you know, we're very supportive of of everything they do. It's, it's they they help the uh, the sort of the atmosphere of, of right. the game and the, and the com- the communities just wonderful. Uh, but it was it was cool to just be around that. And then a lot of people were really supportive. Also, they were like uh, uh, they really liked the Jack Harrison uh, event. They liked the video. Uh, you know, everyone was like just very welcoming and. Uh, yeah, and it was cool. Yeah, so it was. Uh, it's definitely something we. You know, I feel like just in general, I, I want to do that more often. And 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 yeah, definitely, you know, and, and not just for NYCFC. Like it would be cool to just be around that stuff. Be look, we're gonna we're gonna be in Montreal. Uh, for we're going, baby. We're going Montreal against Toronto. Uh, we're gonna that too. JS Bourneval, all of our other <laughs> fans out there. Yeah, it's gonna. Like, well, let's meet up, dude. Let's, yeah, that's we want to go to the. You we're know, gonna try to leave as early as possible. <laughs> what time is the match? We don't even know. It's at uh, believe it's at seven thirty or eight. God, I hope it's not at like four because we're definitely. No, no, it's, it's, a, it's on a weekday. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's gonna but be- let's let's try to get out of here early. Maybe we we'll su- hey Matt too. We'll tremblay. We'll swing by the school. <laughs> Let me sign that wall. And put my picture up. The jerk. Uh, <laughs> I love great. it. Great, great, great attitude. Hey, it's one of those things where, like, you know, like if you're so nice, it's almost like you're being disrespectful. That's exactly. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, if, really if, if you this. don't know what we're referring to, so uh, Alexis won the. We talked about it. Yeah, but uh, no, we didn't talk about the the. The the um, the homage that oh, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. homage that he made to you. So uh, uh, Alexis won the our the cool against MLS fantasy I'm tournament. Literally the last on the kick last of kick. The last I mean, match. it was we we talked about that. Yes, yes I know yeah. how epic that was. And the the guy who was in first place, <laughs> right? Matthew this was Tremblay. a great story for everyone except one person, <laughs> and that was Matthew Tremblay. Uh, I believe it's Matthew. I feel like it's that's it's pronounced he's, he's French. Yeah, but it's Matthew. Matt. That's the name, but that's the name in English. Matthew. 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 Yeah, it's Matthew, right? 
It's Matthew. <laughs> yes, I knew Matthew now. I feel so good. I don't want to disrespect him at all. No, he's great. Matthew. But he, he sent us an image. Well, we got to post it because it's so he funny. He has a wall. He's a teacher. And he's for his class, he has like a wall of like superstars. Like Mandela is on there. And Barack <laughs> Obama is on there. And like these are people that are like world leaders and and, and just exceptional people in yeah. history and exceptional people. Uh, and, and then uh, he has uh, the the scarf uh, for IA Montreal. IA is Montreal. Mm-hmm. And he's a big Montreal. And everyone can asking him how's the league going and all this and he he said it would break his heart to tell everyone that i won on that, that his their favorite teacher lost and i was like oh you're taking the wind out of my sails uh and he said he promised to put my picture up thinking it was a joke uh and then he sends us a photo my photo he see created like a little image with like congratulations 2016 of <laughs> and he put mine above all the famous people <laughs> like i'm looking over and it's my head shot. yeah 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 it's just the perfect I mean, Disrespectful, <laughs> condescending. I, you, like, you've done more than all those people combined. Oh my God! All I did was win one fantasy. There's people down there like Mandela's been in jail for 27 years, and he gets out to lead the country that hated his kind. And I'm up there just because I want a fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> it was so. They're gonna. They're gonna. It's so funny. You, they're gonna add you to the curriculum in Quebec. They got. That's they, right. <laughs> they will forever tell the story. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it's incredible. All right, man. So. Uh, we're gonna uh, uh, take a, a quick break and then we'll we'll do Cool Against Corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right we'll come it. right back and we'll do that. Uh, so we'll see you in one moment. Right back after this. Hey everybody, this is Alexis from the Cooligans. I'm breaking in just to talk to you a little bit about Mack Weldon. Um, I've talked about this underwear before. They're absolutely amazing. And look, they sell more than underwear. But here I'm, I'm going to tell you about this underwear because I guarantee you that the underwear that I'm talking about is better than the garbage you have at home, okay? Um, I know that because I have that same garbage. Now I have a pair of Mack Weldon underwear. Absolutely incredible. I was at a wedding in the woods. I don't know who got married in the woods. I don't understand why they just can't have it in a hall. Like everyone else with parents arguing, they decided to do it out in the middle of the woods. I danced my ass off. I must have danced for about four or five hours straight. My knees are killing me. I'm an older man now. I don't know what's happening to me. But you know what didn't bother me? The fucking underwear I was wearing. It smelled amazing when I took them off. I danced all night. I, I wore them to sleep. I woke up the next morning, took them off, and I was like, you know what? Let me check these one more time. I smelled them incredible. Again, gave them to my wife. You know what she said? They don't smell bad. Which, that's uh, that's world class level. That's gold. <laughs> it's winning gold in the Olympics level for my underwear. They usually smell bad coming back from the cleaners, and they're like, we don't know what to do with these things. These things smell good on the way to the cleaners. It's incredible. It's totally different. I don't know what to say about it. They're magic. They're made out of mirror station. I don't know what they're made out of, but you guys got to go try them. Go to MacWeldon.com. If you use the code COOLIGANS, you're going to get 20% off. That's C-O-O-L-I-G-A-N-S. You're going to get 20% off the best damn underwear you can get, MacWeldon.com. Hey guys, welcome back. Yeah, baby. Uh, cool against corner. Cool against corner. Uh, this is this is exciting. We just uh, there's a lot of fun stories. Reading, you know, if you have if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, uh, cool against corner is where we just talk about the stories you may have missed in the in the first segment. So yeah. uh, in, in the show, so we just just picking up the little little bit of scraps. Uh, yeah, what are those? What are those crumbs that you dropped? I want to eat those. <laughs> exactly. We're like uh, you know your hungry puppy that you've been ignoring. Yeah, you know what I used to do when I would dip like uh, bread into my coffee. Like all the little crumbs that fell off, mm-hmm. I would take them with my finger and I put it in the coffee. Oh, because you're a disgusting human being, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I was just like, hey, why, why waste all those carbs? <laughs> God forbid we lose some of those crumbs. Uh, all right. So uh, the big story that, that that we definitely missed that we we glossed over: Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard is uh, is leaving NYCFC. Gone. Uh, gone. Done. Rumor is that it was a decision by the club and that they want to go younger. Yeah, I mean, just like Donald Trump, they want to go younger. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So they get tired of you know the, the, these old uh, fogies uh, around them. Uh, they don't want it. <laughs> so, so, what's the new model look like? <laughs> but look, uh, I'll say this: uh, you know, as uh, you know, we are NYCFC ticket holders, and as an NYCFC fan, uh, getting to see Frank Lampard for two seasons, which really amounted to uh i don't know how many games did he really play in maybe maybe 30 
30? Yeah, uh, 20 this season. He played 20 this season. So can you imagine how many he had the previous season? I'm not sure. Uh, but a lot of goals. I a mean, lot of goals. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, he like, clearly was essential in us getting into the playoffs. Look, uh, as far as uh, his Which ha- only makes you realize, imagine we had him last year. <laughs> clearly, uh, with his health, uh, that, that must have been an, an issue. Whether the team wanted to keep him or not. Uh, his health is, you know, an issue. He was uh, having yeah. a lot of uh, like uh, calf injuries. I think he had a hip injury early last year. I forgot what what I think it was always calf. I'm not I'm not sure. But look, he he dealt with a lot of things that that kept him off the field, and uh, but but he's provided uh, you know, for for a new team for for you know, and me uh, for personally. Uh, going to soccer games so consistently now. I mean, he's. Pro- provided like literal joy in my life yeah i mean without a doubt and and i will always be grateful for that it started out boo and then we're all like please stay please (laughs) stay and there was a rumor a couple weeks ago that he did want to stay in new york yeah and you know i think this this counts i know for those of you who aren't nycfc fans you don't care but think about you know uh for those of you guys in columbus if higuain wanted to leave or you know for those of you in, in san jose if if wanda wanted to leave and i know that that's not an exact correlation but we were like man we're better with them than without them and, and we've seen it this season and you're kind of like, man, I want you to stay. And, uh, you know, now he's going and, it, it, you know, for the LA, I know Steven Gerrard, you were going to talk That's about right. also, leaving. also Steve, another, uh, another, uh, you Too know, big. England boy, yeah. uh, the guys, these England guys, see, I, I don't know. Well, they're not, are they not cut for the MLS? Oh, too much sun. <laughs> this is too much sun. <laughs> not used to it. I need to go home. Uh, yes. Also Steven Gerrard announced that all their kids are like, please let's stay. I mean, it almost, see, it, it, it almost seemed like synchronized. Like they, they were, they're going to go elope together or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why they're they- both going to go play in China, probably. <laughs> uh, this is, you know, I think for both teams, for NYCFC and LA Galaxy, uh, maybe definitely more NYCFC. It hurts a, it hurts a bit more because uh, uh, Lampard, for sure. I mean, he had that stretch of what? 12 games with like nine goals. And I mean, he was just on fire uh, in the summer, this summer. He he just he he just went nuts. Like after after he was uh, uh publicly you know just kind of uh, uh you know people were so being so negative about Lampard about his injury. He was being jeered a lot. Jeered. He was being know? booed. He was being straight yeah. up booed. Uh, you know when he would come out. Uh you know when they would announce his name. I mean and that's at what point remember people wanted to sit him for Poco. That's yeah. I mean look it, it's and now they're both gone. <laughs> it's. Uh, um, bittersweet, very much, because very it's like he, yes, he did provide, uh, uh, you know, real quality, and and he 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 did make the team better, but you ha- you can only make the team better where you're on the field, and I think the team, I think NYCFC told themselves he the risk, especially with how much he's being paid. I mean, he was he was oh, saying so much money. he was making so much money that I mean he he was put out on a on a list like most uh, overrated player, overpaid player. Right, but I think at the end he wore that down. I, he re- you, he came out as he, not the he uh, earned yeah. his money. Yeah, for sure. I think I think that went away. And look, when that came out, we were all like, yeah. Way, way the most well, overrated yeah, player you can't of all time. Really waste deny the money. It. Yeah. it stopped us from getting other DPs, so on and so forth. But now that's the question: Who do we get? Yeah, but before that, let's also but but the comparison: uh, St- Steven Gerrard in LA Galaxy. He spent a year and a half there. He didn't and, do a goddamn thing, and really didn't do much. And and it was very disappointing. Uh, yeah, I, I think Steven Gerrard and and Frank Lampard are uh, very similar players. You know, they they kind of played those same uh, positions uh, at Liverpool and at Ch- Chelsea, uh, and to to for Steven Gerrard not to be able to even come close to the kind of numbers that uh, that Frank put up is is very disappointing. And for yeah. for LA Galaxy fans, it, it's not like a, a devastating loss. They, no, they don't really care. You know what? This this frees them up to go out and get their seventh or eighth DP, exactly. uh, whatever it is. <laughs> That they, how much gam or yam or tam are they gonna get from this? Who knows? They're gonna have. They're just gonna go out and get the entire Mexican national team. That's gonna be their entire team. <laughs> uh, I, you know, what we only know what what uh, what you know. LA Galaxy is gonna do, and LAFC is inching closer to getting in. So they got they got to do something. Yeah, uh, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. I mean, I, Seth Rogen's gonna be out there in New Jersey pretty soon. They're gonna do a lot of things. We gotta rope the fans. LA, I mean, LA. I mean, they still have. Uh, G- they still have uh, uh, Ashley Cole, um, you know, uh, uh, 
I, Robbie Keane. I mean, they're fine. Yeah, Robbie Keane's like forty some years old now. I, look, I, he he it, only he, Rafa Marquez can do that. <laughs> he he didn't have a great you, injuries. I mean, injuries devastated LA towards the end of the season, and yeah. that's really why they they got knocked out uh, of the playoffs in the in the first place. Uh, but uh, going forward, uh, speaking more in MLS, Tim Howard. Uh, who obviously just played uh, U.S. against Mexico. He he was injured uh, in that game, and we were sort of concerned because the you know the Colorado Rapids are in the the <laughs> semifinal for the in the MLS Cup playoffs, and, and now it's been announced uh, he's gonna he's going to be have uh, having season ending surgery, uh, and he he is done for the year. So Colorado done uh, has to go back to their keeper, who was very uh, very effective, uh, McMath. Yeah. I forgot his first name. Uh, he, uh, Kyle McMath, I believe, uh, he, uh, yeah, I, th- I, I feel like Colorado's going to probably be fine. Uh, McMath started, uh, I believe 16 games this year. I think he, they only lost maybe two or three. Uh, so he, yeah, there's not too much to worry about when it comes to, uh, this, this Tim Howard injury, even though he, I mean, he's been spectacular. He was spectacular against I mean, LA galaxy in the playoffs. So well. you don't think this affects them in any way? I mean, it does affect them, but I think they're done. Colorado has the best defense. They have the best defense in, in MLS. I think they're done. I think Seattle just, this feels like another thing that's clicking in Seattle's way. Sure. Yeah. This, no, without this, a doubt. I know the, I know the, the manager, I know the head coach has already gotten a con. He's going to get paid millions and millions of dollars by the time this is all said and done uh because it's just things are going to start falling their way they're going to win the mls cup uh yeah i mean i don't know if we can heavily look i I think colorado is the is the stronger team but the the heat is definitely with seattle seattle uh they have they have a lot going their way uh to be able to win uh these two legs so we'll see we'll see uh, next up, the New York Cosmos. The New York Cosmos win the NASL again. They've won. <laughs> sold out crowd of what, 2,800? Yeah, they really didn't have a lot of people. No, uh, that's sold out. I mean, is that, is that sold out? Yeah, that's a, it's a small stadium. Oh, wow. Uh, that At Hofstra. I know their fans aren't happy about it. If anyone listening is a Cosmos fan, let us know what you think of the stadium. I don't there. think they played at, at Hofstra. I could double check. Uh, I think they played at, at a St. John's uh, field. In, oh boy! In Queens, maybe uh, I believe. Yeah, uh, that's not good. <laughs> but look, I mean, this is this is sort of uh, you know with the NASL, this is this is what happens. Uh, they they basic. It's it's interesting. They they obviously they win the championship. They they beat Indy Eleven, which is another popular team in the NASL. Indy Eleven, great crowds too. Great. Audience. Yeah, they get really big crowds. Uh, Can you call it an audience? <laughs> That's for us. It for us it is. <laughs> but it is NASL is obviously going through a lot of struggles at the moment. So it, it there is a weird. It's like winning winning a championship for like a, a like it's like getting an award at your job. It's like having Matu put my picture up. <laughs> is what it's like. No, it's like getting an award for your job at your job. You're like you're employee of the month, but tomorrow we're closing. Like you know we're not working. Anymore. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so it's it's you don't know really what it means necessarily going forward because the NASL have uh, you know has so many financial issues. Yeah, and look, they won, but it doesn't feel like you really won much. Sure. I mean, yeah. it, it. I guess the weird part is that I, the New York team, the New York Cosmo, has defeated the <laughs> NYCFC twice. Yeah. Uh, in in U.S. Open Cup, and uh, here we are making fun of them. <laughs> Look, but it, it does say something about um, how how NYCFC approaches the New York Cosmos because they don't really seem to give them much respect, and they they go into the game being like, "Oh, you should." They put in all the reserves and like go beat these guys because they're, they're not much of a, of a side, but look, these are the NASL champions. Uh, they're clearly a good team. So if, if, uh, if this is the best team in the NASL, then you probably have to put up a, a pretty good side to go against them. That's safe to say. Yeah. I mean, look, they're a strong team. They don't have the big names that they've always had in the 11, obviously that no major names, but uh, you know, one of the things we're seeing is that these lower levels, some of these teams just have some of the best atmosphere. We're talking about Indy 11. We're talking about, uh, you know, New York Cosmos needs to step their game up a bit. I'm sure they do really well when they travel, you know, even lower level teams like FC Cincinnati, which we've talked about before 30,000 people, uh, it's worth going to. Yeah. And they, and this is very exciting because now the New York Cosmos are going to be promoted into the MLS, right? Because that's, that's the world we live in. That's how, 
how it works. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Come right up. Come right up. You got promoted right in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the Chicago Fire are uh, relegated <laughs> to that. <laughs> Chicago Fire. Bastion Schwansteiger is like, <laughs> where am I playing? Wilmington where? <laughs> Hammer what? Oh, <laughs> uh, exactly. Okay, uh, next up. Uh, we have uh, Abby Wambach is in the news. Uh, oh, yeah. Because uh, Abby Wambach actually is, uh, you know, she's uh, retired uh, women's national team uh, player, just an absolute right. legend. Right, a legend. legend. Absolute legend. Uh, and we all know she is uh, she is a lesbian. Yeah, uh, we all know that. She, was, she recently went through a divorce. Uh, she's still in the process of divorcing. Her, uh, her girlfriend, her wife, also, her, wife, her, her wife. wife, yeah, her ex-wife, uh, who's also a soccer player. She's also a, a female soccer player. Oh yeah, I don't know who uh, Hoffman. Okay, yeah, uh, was it Linda Hoffman? Something Hoffman. Yeah, so she's uh, in the middle uh, of a divorce, but it, it, this news about, you know, we, we're not like TMZ. We're not really gossiping about, oh, who is, oh, who's, uh, we saw her canoodling yeah. with. <laughs> <laughs> Some say, we're page six. I hear that a special someone has been with a special no, someone. The reason we're even talking about this. It, Sarah Hoffman, by the way. The reason we're talking about this and the reason it's even interesting to us is because uh, it just, uh, just yesterday it was announced that she's in a new relationship yeah. uh, with a, another lady. Uh, Who happens to be a Christian mommy blogger. She's Yes, she's an author and blogger. Uh, she Her name is uh, Glennon, Glennon Doyle, Doyle. Mel- Melton. Melton. Well, not Mel- I think Melton was the husband's name, so she's. I guess she's going to go by back to Glennon Doyle. And you heard the name Glennon Doyle, and you're right. She is white, uh, <laughs> very much so, blonde hair. Uh, but she's been in a 14-year marriage with a dude. They've got kids. Yeah. She's a Christian mommy blogger, yeah, that- so she writes about... But, I mean, she's Christian in the sense that like it helped her get through uh, substance abuse, which she talks about. Not Christian, like, and all these lesbians need to die, y'all. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is like yeah which th- those are the only two types yeah, yeah that's it There's a lot of but no gray matter in that in the world but i'm trying to give you all right whatever so uh God, write your emails to soccercooligans at gmail.com exactly but it's, uh, so this is why this is what fascinates us is that this is uh you know you don't really see a very vocal uh uh um you sort of religious kind of authors or figures, uh, especially people who talk about being in love with their husbands. And yes. that's the focus of her blog is like the kids and the family and the yeah. husbands. Although apparently she's been pretty open about struggles, but that's part of like Christian relationship. Like, you know what I mean? Like the, a lot of these blogs will be like, well, this is part of marriage is getting through it. Well, now like until this big butch <laughs> soccer player walks in and she out here trying to get that carpet bunched. <laughs> hey, All that goes out the window. You can't hate. You can't hate. You know? I'm not hate. I mean, good for you. Yeah. Abby. I'm just, every time I see Abby Wambach, I'm just like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. Abby Wambach is scoring on teams she's not even a part of. <laughs> ooh. Like, why is why does Abby call her girlfriend Heffany all the time? <laughs> you call her Glennon? I call her Heffany. <laughs> so look, props to them. Yeah. It's just, obviously, it, it is a cool story and an interesting story to have uh, someone who's a Christian blogger uh, in a relationship with, you know, who is now, uh, uh, you know, like openly gay and, and yeah. uh, in a relationship with, with a legendary athlete. And it's, it's fascinating also from Abby Wambach's perspective, because, uh, you know, as uh, if I were a gay person and I was like dating, uh, if I was even talking to someone who is a, like a, a, a religious author in any way, I would be skeptical of like, well, does this person hate me? You know, so yeah. the, the, it must say something about uh, uh, I think it, it, it's very progressive about just you know where maybe the religious right is. Or maybe it's just the truth that religion is bullshit and it's just a way <laughs> to hide your true feelings. Maybe. Could be. That's what it is. Could be that. I'm not saying it's Every, that. Every, everybody's gay. You believe in Jesus? You gay. <laughs> oh, you all about Jesus? You tapping your foot in that third star, homie, at the airport? It's a fair question. Trying to get a little question. bit of that dick before you fly? <laughs> all right, all right. Before oh we, we're, I'm, we're going to be way, bombarded we, but with emails. All we did was hand out stickers to children yesterday and tell them to listen to our podcast. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to love it. So sorry. They're going to love it. Uh, Next up, uh, and the final story, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo just announced a uh, lifetime deal uh, with Nike. He's he's sponsored by Nike already, but now 
now. It is uh, it is for life. He he has that wedding ring off it, oh, on there. He yeah. cannot take it off. He that said, Nike. I do. <laughs> he said, I do it. Uh, he said, no, he said, Freddie, I do. <laughs> he, so, I do it. I just got it. Yeah. Like, you know, what are you going to do? Much better than mine. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the Real Madrid star is going to be signed with Nike. The only other players that have lifetime deals with Nike are uh, Michael Jordan and LeBron James, who no one's ever heard of. No, two players whose shoes you've never even looked at. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, you know, you can't, uh, you can't be any more than happy for Cristiano Ronaldo on the pretty much the tail end of his career all of a sudden. Yeah. He's going to be he's going to be, you know, flexing those abs for, to sell shirts and sneakers for how, a long long time. Can we make a little bet for how long do you think Ronaldo's going to have have his abs and also continue to show them forever? Forever. Yeah, no. He's never going to go out like Diego Maradona. Yeah, because just like a fat guy out there. He's a there. chubby yeah. little man. Yeah, he's, he's just, just like, I, I'll do blow and run you. <laughs> <laughs> he's, you know, angry, not not Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo is going to never have a car again. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, it, it's kind of surprising, especially just in the soccer world. Has there ever been a lifetime contract given for any soccer player ever? I, I don't think so. I would imagine Pele might have signed something. Maybe but, long term, but I definitely not. Yeah. Lifetime. No, this, this has to be a first. This is well, this is amazing. So you've heard it here first. Cooligans exclusive. <laughs> this is the first lifetime. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like just in general, look, the, the, the soccer world is, is not like, it's not like there's a shortage on amazing players and, and <laughs> right. stars or anything like that. But this is adds lo- a little bit of a, a concrete legitimacy, especially to uh, really to American soccer fans of just like. Letting them look. I think people, at the very least, uh, even on a corporate level, where yeah. if they don't know anything about soccer, they're like, oh, "Nike gave this guy a lifetime deal. What is what's up with him?" Right. It, it, it at least piques curiosity to the people who who don't really know him uh, uh, more than just like a pretty look, like a good looking guy. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he's obviously going to be set. We're just talking about all the money he's going to have for the rest of it. He's literally going to be set for, for life. You're set for life. His kids are going to be like, I don't know what to do with all this money. <laughs> yeah, Give the cooligans this DJ equipment. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Um, that was a very inside joke, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. They didn't need to know that. They all probably laughed. Yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Let's just say we're ready to go for events. <laughs> we're re- okay. So, uh, guys, uh, thank you for listening. Guys and girls, people, everyone who listens everyone. to us, we've, we're incredibly supportive. Yeah, we're, we're having a, a great time right now. Uh, make sure you follow us on every social media platform uh, that, you know, that you enjoy being on because we're, we're on there. Oh, right. and also get tickets to the, uh, get free tickets. It's free. Come to the event on Monday. That's right. We're going to be talking to Jimmy Conrad. Jimmy Conrad. Uh, We're interviewing for, for Jimmy. MLS legend. Uh, USMNT legend. Oh, yeah. Scored uh, that header against Mexico. We could have used him. <laughs> we could have. He's could've. younger than Rafa. <laughs> you know? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to be talking to Jimmy Conrad. You've seen... Jimmy Conrad is a, a, a you know, he's YouTube a YouTube star. Yeah. star. Formerly of Kick. Exactly. Major YouTube star. Yeah, if you watch any soccer content, you've definitely seen Jimmy Conrad on there. Yeah, I mean, he was playing in Wembley uh, for the Wembley Cup uh, with Spencer FC or against Spencer FC and lost. I Amazing, amazing guy, and uh, we're gonna be happy. We're gonna interview him. We got free beers coming out for ninety, just like the Jack event. Minus Jack, minus the burgers, including Jimmy. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be good. So upper ninety in Brooklyn, uh, November twenty first at seven p.m. Be there. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be cool. We're yeah, we're having a little bit of a uh, of a hot streak. Oh, getting, this is it, baby. Getting to talk to some people. It's all up from here, baby. Yeah, that's, and that's the thing. The the, the difference between um, you know just like other sort of soccer podcast like look we we are comedians and we put on shows and we want we want to merge these two worlds together so this is why we're we're doing a live event as opposed to just uh uh, you know talking to jimmy on the phone uh because we want the crowd there we want the people in front of us we want to entertain them there's a different energy when uh, when there's a crowd in front of us and and you're gonna have just come out you're gonna have a good time. Spend you know an hour with us, uh, and you're gonna and you're definitely not gonna regret it. So please be there. Absolutely, it's gonna be a blast. All right, guys. So uh, thank you for listening. Make sure uh, follow us at Soccer Cooligans on everything. Uh, email us soccercooligans at gmail.com. You can send us some questions if you want some stickers. Uh, just yeah, email us. We'll send you email stickers. Email us what you want. It we'll we'll send it right over. And uh, you guys are the best. My yeah. name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. And we are the Cooligans.